Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here, and on this week's episode I've got with me Krisha Freeland. So, Krisha, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So... For those that don't know you, I've done a couple races with Christian. It's been a little while, but um, kind of let everyone know kind of who you are and a little bit about you. Okay. So I um, got introduced to Mike and the Beast through Christina Horton, uh, my best friend. And we've been racing together for about the past five years. And it's been a really good time, you know, good journey and meeting new people like Mike. Um, and that's about how we met. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. And for those that don't know, Christina Horton is badass. So just had to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to plug that in. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a bad way to say that, by the way. Just so you know. Talk about that ass. <laughs> like that. Um, sorry. Uh, a good way to start this. Wow. We just went, all, went right down the, the rabbit hole right thing. Um, so I know the racing side, but what about the rest of you? You're I, uh yeah, I teach kindergarten. I live here in San Diego and um, enjoy teaching kindergarten. And I love working out and meeting people and just living a really good life. That's good. That's awesome. That's the way it should be. So, mm-hmm. so what got you into the OCR? I know you said you know you met the Beast and everything else through through Christina, but I know you were you met Christina on a race, didn't you? Yes, we met five years ago in Montana in a mud pit, and it's so funny that I was—I got introduced to the Spartan Racing, um, OCR Racing, through my friend Amber, and I would babysit her kids, and she would be going to these race events, and I'm like, whoa, instead of watching your kids, I should be part of the race team, and that's how I got started through her. And then she went um, on a deployment to Japan with her husband, and Christine and I just continued racing together after that. So how did you pick Montana as your first one? I mean, you live in San Diego. It wasn't my... Yeah, so Montana was... Yeah, that's how I met the great Christina. That was my first year of racing, and my friend Amber said, let's do Montana. And I said, sure. So we went to Montana. Um, I was high as a kite, being very sick. High as a kite is in cough medicine, and don't (laughs) I'm not doing any drugs, people. But I was very, very sick, and we were going very slow, and um, I hear this laughter and I see Christina and we're in a mud pit and it was her and Lisa and so we just all finished the race together and we're the last ones in but it was just an unforgettable time and it's funny too so many people have stories of being the last race was in and they almost always happen in Montana so I think that was Montana five years ago that would have been that's the first one I think we all did like the beast did anyway. I mean, that was my first race. Oh yeah, Montana. that was the founders race. The the neat weird medal that I've never seen. Yes, again. yes. So yeah, that was that was the first for a lot of us. That was a brutal one. So I was trying to remember which mud pit because there were so many. 
Oh yeah. my gosh, I can't remember what mile it was, but man, everybody still to this day I think remembers that race, the Founders Race, as the hardest oh. race, and yeah, good memories. <laughs> it was. I mean, I think that's the only race like I've told people like talk about like there was uh, um, I think it was only was there one or two log carries where you actually had to go through a swamp, like yes. three four foot deep swamp carrying a log. It's like. Why? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And you you better be careful or you're going to fall in a, you know, yeah, you're never seen it again. And I remember, remember my friend in front of me, she fell in a hole and she went all the way up to her head. So, yeah, I have not seen one of those carries in a while. So that's pretty interesting yeah, that, that was, we survived. Yes, that was, it, that was my, you know, for me and I think Christina and Lisa and all of them, that was our introduction to Spartan. That was like. We'd never done another race. So to us, we thought that was normal. Like, we did the yeah. Spartan. We're like, is this how they all are? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Later, they're, no, they're not. No. No. Nope. They're not all that and bad. And they're not all that bad. And I think that's what makes us keep coming back to Montana because we survived hell. And we just want to keep yeah. going back. <laughs> yeah. Because that's, our, yeah, that's our, our, our birthplace of hell, so. Yeah, it was yes. It was a crazy race. I love that race. So I mean, I'm so mad this year that I missed Montana. It's the first time since that race that I've missed Montana. I've always been there, you know, since that time. Oh. This was my first year. Cause yeah. uh, I had to have surgery like three days before we would have left. So kind of oh. like, yeah, I guess like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to. Have well, a, that a just means. Oh, uh, and that means next year you'll even you know be more ready for Montana because you're like, yeah, it's been a year. I got to go. <laughs> yes, it's been a year. I've got, I definitely got to go. And I mean, I'm working on my, my fitness journey. I just got a new elliptical for the house. So that, well, oh, sweet. it's new. It's, it's new to me, but you know, <laughs> it's a used one, nope. but it's something I needed. I needed something. I've been having issues. I have a treadmill, but because of my foot, it hurts a lot. To use the yes. So I need to, that you need impact. Yeah. So. The low impact, the better, and it's such a good workout. So I love the elliptical. Yeah. When you get to my age, there's a lot of things you need low impact on everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I say, say find a workout that you like, that's safe, and it's good for your body. Yep. So. Oh, yep, I agree. That's my motto. I mean, that's one of I'm trying to find something good this time, and that's my that's been the hard part for me was when I lost all the weight the last time, it was running. And when I was in the process of yeah. losing it this time and I was down, you know, to almost 200 and getting back into shape, it was running. That was my – that was the, like, core of my, my workout. And then when I broke my foot, that was completely taken away from me, and it's like trying to find – it's like trying to find a whole new identity. Because that was, and, you know, for me, that was yeah. my identity when it came to working out. You know, it was running. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, cool. The, now the one main thing you did, you can't do anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah. The good thing is the elliptical gives you the illusion of running. So yes. the way you're moving your arms and your legs, that's a good thing. <laughs> you could just pretend. Yeah, and, that's why, and that's why I wanted the elliptical. I mean, it's one of those, you know, I'm. I need to get back into it, drop the weight, and, you know, find my, I guess, my, my workout identity again to get that weight off. So, I mean, yeah, 
I can't keep using the foot as an excuse forever. It's either, you know, find a way around it or just give mm-hmm. up. So it's time to find a way around it. So. <laughs> yep, it's different mindset. Exactly. So speaking of different mindsets, you have been on a, a, a weight loss journey the last, well, for a while now, but it's like the last, what, year has been like a huge change. Oh, yeah. So I'll give you the background story. Um, I hurt my back in June and I go, I um, couldn't move. Like it hurt so bad. Um, I was in pain from June to August from doing um, improper. This is my fault. I know how to squat. I know how to do all these lifting, but I didn't warm up. And so the years of me not warming up properly before I lift just finally got to me. And so I was living three months, my whole summer in pain. And I, you know, finally got my back healed and it went into my knee. And so by November, I actually, I lost 13 pounds from August to November thinking, yes, that's going to help my back. That's going to help my knee. But I couldn't lose any more than that. And so I just stopped working out and I was in the slump of like, maybe I'll be in pain forever and I'll just try to eat healthy and maybe I'll lose weight. And I was just in this downward spiral. My body was still not happy. And in February, I was researching on Instagram nutritionist. And I was thinking maybe I'll get a nutritionist to help me lose this weight because I know the weight's affecting my knee. And once I lose weight, I'll be fine. Um, And I was prepared to spend money because my life is worth it. And I found a program called Optavia, and I am the biggest say no to any kind of program that gives you food in a box. I don't want packaged food. I don't do any of that. But I kept seeing people losing weight, and I kept seeing people year, like I was scrolling through Facebook, and they kept the weight off. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start researching this. And I found out that Optavia was um, basically a brand from Metafast. They've been around since the 80s. And the difference with Optavia is you are never alone through your journey. You get a health coach, you get community support, and it teaches you to not when you lose the weight, you know how to keep it off because your whole mindset of food changes. So I started out in February 26, and I am down 37 pounds due to the program and then 50 pounds overall since August. Um, and I'm, I incorporated working out back in my to my lifestyle now that my body is healed and I, I hired a personal trainer, so I never will um, harm and hurt my body again. (laughs) So that was just me. My mindset of changing everything I thought about working out and eating has changed. And that's, that's the hardest part. I mean, in all, in all honesty, I mean, anybody who's tried any of this, that's the hardest part is changing that, the mindset. So, so they, they, you get like personal trainer, I mean, not personal trainers, but like a coach and everything else that helps you and Food. Yes. So the program is awesome. I, when I finally said, okay, I'm going to get over the fact of um, having, you know, packaged meals. When I found out that it has all my vitamins and probiotics in each meal, I was set. I'm like, you know what, that's fine. So I get five of their meals a day. 
and then I eat one of my own meals, which usually I can have cauliflower pizza and I can have that every night. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And then along with the food, I have my own coach, which is now my best friend. We're really close and she helps me still, even though I am, I decided to be a health coach myself because it works. She's still my coach, no matter what. So I have a community support. I have the food and I have my coach and I have the education behind the program. Um, so those four components, the health coach, the community support, the education, the food is what puts the program all together and what, what makes it work. And that's awesome. That's kind of like said, the, the mindset of having that, that community, you know, to help yeah. you is amazing. So I know when I did, you know, 10 years ago when I lost a bunch of weight, it was pretty much that I think was the hard part was not having a community or people to talk to you, but it was like, I kind of, I had to change my entire mindset on how I ate, what I ate, everything. And then, you know, force myself to work out every day. So that would have been so much easier with the community there to help you and people to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. it, so. The community is yeah. what keeps me going. Um, I'm still, even though I'm almost at my weight loss goal and I'm a health coach myself, um, I'm still like the community and everybody in there is awesome. Cause I'm still learning myself. It's, I used to flashback to when I was, I was a beach body coach, which is all exercise. But when I became yeah. a beach body coach, I lost all my coach support of the person coaching me and they just left me high and dry. And the thing with this program, it's so different that no matter what stage I'm in, I always have someone who has my back. And the community yeah. is definitely the big support. So this is mainly kind of a, the, the one you're using is mainly kind of, what is Optiva? Optiva? It's mainly just kind of Optivia. helping with Optivia. Yeah. It's helping the food yeah. side. Yeah, so the whole, it's all nutrition, um, the program is, and it incorporates, the best part is, is it taught me what my unhealthy habits were and how to break yeah. those. I didn't know that I was a binge eater and I didn't know I would, was a binge drinker before until I started this program and was like, wow, I would just eat when I wasn't hungry and I would just drink alcohol like it was nothing. And now my mind has changed to food as fuel. And then I used to overcompensate on working out because, oh, I want to eat all this. So I'm going to better work out really hard at the gym and push myself. And now I don't have to do that. And that's how I injured myself. And now I know I don't need to be spending hours in the gym as long as I'm eating right and I'm, I'm losing weight. And I, the, the exercise is supposed to be a healthy part of your process, not something to harm you. Yeah, no, I agree. So. Because I know me, for me, that so, was one of the hardest parts for me was figuring out I eat because I'm bored. Yeah. Sounds horrible, but if I'm bored, I want I, I first thing I want to do is grab some meat. So. That's, yep, that was me. <laughs> and I just, I didn't know that till you realize, whoa, when you start a new program. And like, for me, if I'm going to spend money on something, I'm going to go a hundred percent on it and I'm not going to fail because yeah. I'm spending money is very tight as a teacher. And then I, that's when I was like, whoa, I'm actually, you know, eating when I'm bored or eating just to eat. And I need to stop that because food is fuel. Is it helping me? 
or is it harming me? Yeah, yeah I agree. That's it's one of the hardest yeah. things to change mentally, though, for, you know, for me before, yeah. a big part of what it was is when I was, you know, on the weight loss thing before and I lost a bunch was I was eating, I set in like my schedule to eat every three hours. So yeah. there was never really a time where even if I was bored, it was usually close to a time I was set to eat anyway. And I just had to make sure I stayed to my set amount, you know, that I was going to eat, yeah. you know, this every three hours. So I wasn't, you know, my biggest problem is, is a lot of times what I'll do during the day is I'll snack throughout the day and never have a full meal until dinner. And then all of a sudden at dinner, since I've just kind of been snacking most of the day, I'll end up eating like enough for like three people because I'm starving. And then basically I overeat at dinner and then my body just, yeah, it's, it's not good. So that was the, if I ate actual small meals every three hours, I did better. So that's kind of the. And that's what I learned. Getting into, and that's what I learned. I was the opposite. I thought you needed to eat like the traditional only three meals a day. And so I would only eat a breakfast, a lunch, and dinner. And by the time dinner came, I just was so hungry and I just had a, I just overate. Um, and this program I'm eating every two to three hours. And it's like, wow, I'm excited because I'm like, before, if it was breakfast, oh man, I have to wait to eight o'clock. I have to wait till noon to eat in such a long time. Now it's like, nope. I get to eat two every two to three hours. I'm satisfied. I'm not hungry and I'm not binge eating. Instead, I'm a binge drinker with water. I have to have my water. It's like my security blanket. And that's what's helping me not go into food is I'm drinking water now. And I've been very stressed at work. This is a stressful time as a teacher. So instead of drinking alcohol, I'm chugging water and it's helping me with my stress, which is really weird. <laughs> now I'm a binge water drinker. So hey, that's good. I mean, it's good better to be a binge mm-hmm. watering water drinker than alcohol. So. And I mean, that's kind yeah. of, it's changing those thoughts, you know, and like you said, every yep. two to three hours is good because then you're having small meals rather than like, you yeah. know, like I said, I'd eat enough for two or three people at dinner because I was starving because I just kind of snacked throughout the day. If even that, cause I'm one of those, if I get my focus on something, I'll forget to eat. Like, I know it sounds horrible, but if I get focused, yeah. I will literally, like, when I was younger, my parents, my mom would get mad at me. She'd ask me flat out, when's the last time you ate something? And I'm like, uh, so if you have to think about it, then it's been too long. Then it's yep, been too was, long. And then all of a sudden, once I did eat, it was like my body was starving, so I would end up overeating. And your yeah. body goes into, you know, my my doctor talked to me about your body goes into starvation mode. So anytime yep. you do eat, your body hangs on to everything. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, when I started eating correctly, I actually gained weight at first. And then my body stopped hanging on to everything. And all of a sudden, it just started melting away because my body's like, oh, I can actually burn this fuel because I'm going to get more fuel soon. So it's not going to be yep. two or three days. Yeah, It's such, and that's what most of the, our American diet is, is our bodies think we're still into that whole famine era where we have to hold on to everything we have because we don't know when our next meal is. Yeah. 
So it's just getting over that and training our bodies that, no, we're eating, you know, every two to three hours and little small meals. And for me, it's just that's works for me. And I suggest it to other people that small meals a day is really going to help you overall live better, healthier. Oh, it does. And that's what I'm trying to get back yeah. to is because that's I know when I did that, my energy level was 10 times higher. Oh, yeah. It sounds weird, but I didn't eat as much. But because my body had fuel all day long, yes. I had, you know, I didn't have as much need for coffee. I wasn't drinking five or six cups of coffee in the morning trying to, like, wake my body up because my body had fuel from the food I ate. And that would wake my body and up. And I, it was like, hey, I bet you were fuel. sleeping better, too, at that time. If you had energy, because you're, right. you know, you have more energy, and then your sleep is so much better, and you wake up feeling refreshed. Yeah, it's people. You run into those people that get into that point of like working out like crazy, like you were talking about, working out, working out, working out. Mm -hmm. But if you don't get your nutrition right, it's all for naught. Because oh yeah, and they, they, they go hand I hand. wish I. Yep. I wish I, the only regret I have is I wish I started this sooner because I were, I was always, I working out was never an issue for me. Um, but yeah. if I knew that nutrition and working out, if I did this sooner, oh my gosh, <laughs> but now I'm seeing the benefits because for me, I don't, yeah, who I lost 50 pounds, but that's exciting. But the most exciting part is now I'm seeing the benefit of all my years of weightlifting is now my muscles are showing. So I'm like, okay, that is so much cooler than being, you know, four dress sizes smaller. <laughs> no, and, and that is so true. And I mean, that's one thing is, I mean, mm -hmm. for you, it's one of those, you've got the balance because I've seen both sides. I've seen the people that work, work mm -hmm. out, work out, work out, and they don't lose a whole lot because their nutrition is not right. And then you see the people that get their nutrition right but then they have no muscle and it's like, yeah, there's definitely a balance in there where you got to balance it. Cause I've got a couple of friends that, you know, I have one friend who lost 70 pounds, but she couldn't, you know, walk a mile if you wanted her to, because she's, you know, she just does no workout. It's all nutrition based. And it's like, cool. Yeah. You have no, there's nothing to back it up. I mean, if you don't stay on your nutrition, you're going to end up gaining all that weight back and it's all going to be fat yep. instead of muscle. So, you know, it's, it's huge balance. It is. And that's what I love about this program is even though it's a nutrition program, it incorporates in, um, adding in that healthy move because they call it a healthy movement. It's exercise. Incorporating a healthy exercise back into your diet because yeah. exercise just is overall, whatever exercise you do, would help you. Like I always say to my clients, you don't need to do crazy workouts like me because they see me and I like to push my body. And I'm like, you don't oh, yeah. have to do that. If you like walking around the block, walk around the block. If you like, you know, weightlifting, weightlifting, but do something to get your heart rate up and feeling healthy. Yeah. No, and that's just it. I mean, it's, you got to find what's right for you. You know, it's like, yep, and that's what I say. My whole thing was running, but now I can't do that. So yep. it's finding, you know, even if I can't run, if I finding got out something. and go, you know, walk the trail across the street for three miles, it might take me a little longer than when I ran, but it's still something. I'm getting, I'm doing something. And getting oh, and you're moving that, and you're on the trail. So, yeah, it's just for you finding that healthy, that, that exercise that you wake up excited for. 
um, and yeah. not dreading <laughs> and makes you think exactly. like you're running, but you're, you know, you just, it's, yeah. yeah. The lift, the elliptical yeah. is almost like running. <laughs> I know. So, that's that's that why I got good. it. So I'm hoping yeah. if I, cause you know, after my foot injury, I gained 70 pounds and that's been the hardest part is like for in my brain, I'm like, well, I can get rid of this. I just have to eat right and run. But then my foot's like, well, you can't do the run. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what are you going to do? And it's like, okay, so if I drop, you know, in my mind, and this is hopefully how it'll work, if I drop 40 or 50 pounds using the elliptical and other methods, hopefully the running can come back. I know it'll never come back as much as it was because my foot will never be the same as it was. And I've yeah. already, I already know that, and I'm okay with that, and I get that. But I've got to find my way to get back to some semblance of what I used to do and find ways to make it so it works for me. And I think that's, I think that's where a lot of people make mistakes and why like some of the beach bodies don't work for some people. Cause you look at beach body and I've tried it. And when I was, my foot was good. It was great. I love beach body. Now that my foot's broke, you know, has been broken and doesn't work right. Look at any of those beach body videos and find one that works where you don't have to jump. Yeah. Or where you don't have to, you know, do, you know, heel ups or something, which people are like, oh, that's a simple thing. Not when your foot's been shattered. You know, and that's where I run into a problem is a lot of my one injury is like the one thing that doesn't work in almost every single workout video. There's like no way, you know, there's jumps, there's stuff like that. And it's like, that's what I can't do. And that's, you know, finding a way around that is kind of where it comes into there's too many cookie cutters. That's kind of, I think, what I'm trying to say. There's too many cookie no, cutters. No, it's that's totally it. true. Yep. You know, and you got to find what works for you. And sometimes it's not those videos. Sometimes that video is the oh, best yeah. thing for you. Sometimes, no. It might be a good start. Yep. But you're going to have to find something else to go with it. That's why personal trainers, stuff like that are great. Because they can work with you and be like, okay, you can't do this. Let's do this. You know. Yep, and that's why I hired one, um, and I started working out five, five, six weeks after I started my nutrition program, and I do not regret that. Like, my personal trainer, she pinpointed how I injured my back, how I injured my knee, and has worked on strengthening um, my left side is weaker than my right side. So, I always say to people, do what is safe for you, what makes you excited, and you don't have to spend a lot of money. If you don't have money for a personal trainer, find something that's going to be safe for your body and that's going to keep you happy. So, like, for you, you know that you want to lose the 40 pounds and that could maybe technically help you with your running. And if not, you already are thinking of what else you can do that's similar to that, you know, the the hype that you got from running. And that's it. So you got to find that what makes what makes you happy. It's like anything in life. I mean, it's you know what makes me happy in life may not make you happy. I mean, it's the same thing with exercise. What works for me in exercise and makes me want to get up and work out every morning may not be the same thing that does for you. So it's finding that yep. that spot for you. So yep, that's exactly what I say. <laughs> yeah, and that's. Like I said, that's the hardest part was finding that. But once you find it, and that's what drives me so nuts because I found that one, and now I can't do it, and i got to find a new way. 
But once you find that, it's the most amazing thing. I mean, you know, a lot of people didn't know me in the running, you know, and because I wasn't at BTOCR 10 years ago because it didn't exist. But when I lost the weight last time, it was the most exhilarating thing to all of a sudden be like, I wasn't a runner. I've never been a runner in my, in my life, you know. I played baseball because I had to run 90 feet at a time. So, and suddenly have that, you know, find that running works for me was a huge change. But, you know, once I did find it, it was great. I finally understood what that runner's high was that everyone talked about that. I was like, you're crazy. Oh, my but, gosh, yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. Yeah. And then I hit it, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh. And it's gone, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, how long have you had your elliptical for? You just, you just got Literally that, right? Two days. Yeah, two days. So you never know Actually, because not, not that might be. Okay, see, it's new, and that might be your your you know runner's high. Is I see, I use the elliptical whenever I'm not training with my trainer, and I love it because I feel like I'm running. <laughs> literally <laughs> I do and you'll get that cardio up and the heart rate up and it's going to be so much better for your foot and lobe impact and I, I bet you're going to fall in love with that elliptical I'm hoping so because I, I need to do something because yeah. I mean basically I want to get to a point where because I'll get up and I'll go walk you know I, I have my, my crazy friend mm-hmm. Donna that makes me go walk like eight or nine miles on a Saturday morning sure but <laughs> But, you know, so I do that. So, I mean, I'm hoping the elliptical will help me get to a point where I can do that easier. So, it, yeah. and I'll enjoy, you know, an eight or nine mile, you know, walk more than I do right now. But, you know, I've got no, to get ready. It, I'm it will. To a marathon. I'm supposed to do a marathon really soon. Like the 9th of June because I'm stupid. But we'll see how that goes. <laughs> You got it. You know, you're going to be amazed once you start the elliptical and how your endurance just goes. Like it's, I do, I do the elliptical. I try to do it every day for 20 minutes and then I work with my trainer, but my cardio has improved because of the elliptical. And that's, I started on that because low impact and I don't, I don't run. And I only run when I'm with Christina on the race course. That's the only time I run. So, and I, I, my endurance is good. Keep the party pace. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back in the day, we did the party pace, and now Christina's yeah. kicking my butt. So we're we're going. Yeah, <laughs> we're going on a, on a I'm trying to keep up with her. <laughs> yeah, she's but, going on a kick, baby. I need to get I need to get her on this podcast. Talk about what she's done. She's done nuts. You so. you need to get her. I'm surprised you haven't had her on the podcast. She I have, but it's she been can, about a year. A year. She started her own um, journey. You know, this this year we took off. We started. We decided together that this year we're only doing six, six or seven Spartan races. Unlike the twenty we do usually a year. Um, She got a new job. I focused on saving money, and then she just um, through this whole year found a new workout program. She can be telling you about. She's so motivating as always, and. Yeah, she just has so much to update you on. Oh, I know. I know she's doing the, what is it, the Orange Theory? Orange, Orange theory, theory, yeah, and she's so amazing. Every day she's posting stuff. Yeah, 
And All see, the workouts. There's one down. There's an orange theory down by me. The only problem I run into that with those is because it's a scheduled time. The, it's scheduled it and it's a treadmill, and I don't know if they have electrical, but yeah, they do like the different workouts scheduled with the treadmill, a rower, weights. I know yeah. those three. See, my problem is, is the schedule because my, my work is so weird that yeah. trying to know when I would be able to be in Puyallup every day is almost yeah. impossible. So having the, you know, when you have the schedule a couple of days ahead of time, it's like, I don't know, you know, most mornings, could I do five o'clock in the morning in Puyallup? Yeah. Some mornings I need to be leaving the house by five o'clock in the morning to get to my head, to get to my first job. So it's kind of, that was my problem with it. I just, because I thought it was a great idea. It looked amazing, but it was just like, I can't guarantee that I can make that, you know? Yep. And then, you know, so it was, that's why it wouldn't work great for me. For someone who's got a fixed schedule every day, it would be amazing. If I had that fixed schedule still, it would have been amazing. I could have done like a 5 a.m. every morning, hit the gym, do that, take a shower, go to work, and I'd be great. But it's hard when my schedule is so weird like it is, so. Oh, yeah. And I, it doesn't work for me because um, there's not one close to my house. So oh, if yeah. I ever do it, I'll probably do it when I'm back up in Seattle with Christina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And see, that was it. There is one close to me, but it was just like the way, which their, their schedule seems, I mean, it seems awesome, but you've seen that more and more with a lot of gyms where they're doing those scheduled workouts, you know, which I think is awesome. But like I said, my yeah. problem runs into, I've got a very, very, like scattered schedule, you know, some days I'm yeah. working, you know, seven o'clock, 20 minutes from my house. Other days I have to be eight o'clock, three hours from my house. You know, last week at work, I drove over a thousand miles. So in like two days, because I had to go all over yep. the state, I was all the way, you know, almost in Idaho, you know, one day and then, you know, back here the next, and it's, you know, it's really difficult to have, you know, one that's scheduled like that. So that's kind of why I kind of built the one here at home because then I can yeah. and do it. Well, plus I don't feel like you, you know, can do it. Yep. On your own schedule. Yep. On my own schedule. And it's one of those things not to sound bad, but I feel like sometimes cause I'm, I'm, I'm a starer, but I'm not a starer like at people. I just like blank, blankly stare off into nothing. And I always feel like people are going to feel like I'm that creepy guy in the corner staring at them while I work. Oh. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not looking Don't at worry. you, really. I have no, no. I have no idea you even exist or you're there. I mean, my mind is off in la-la land, and I have no idea what's going on. But you just, I feel like I'm that guy that's just like, everyone's like, is he staring at me? He's looking at my butt. I know he's looking at my butt. Like, he might have a nice butt, but I really was not looking at him. <laughs> you know, I was just staring off into nothing while I was trying not to die on this, you know, this treadmill. So, oh, you know, yeah. that's, and it sounds horrible, but that's like, that's where my brain goes. That's why I like having the the gym at home because I don't, you know, if I'm staring at no, someone's butt, it's my wife's and it's totally fine. So. Oh, yeah. That's totally upper, upper grabs for you. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. 
Gray's Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors. If you work up a sweat, Gray's Harbor Unders are for you. Because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry. Even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com. For the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. And we're back. So what are your plans now with your journey? Are you, I, I know you said you're a coach now. So I decided because I believe in the program 100%. Um, I signed on to be a health coach because I love motivating people, and I just got certified as some official certified health coach. Um, and I have my whole family a part of this journey, and I'm coaching them as well as my friends. And it's the best part of my day is calling and texting my clients. It's funny. I have clients now and seeing where they're at, giving them motivation and um, just keeping their spirits up. I love, I always love motivating people. And I think that's as a teacher, it goes hand in hand. So I'll just continue um, being someone's, you know, motivation and support and the best, I mean, I get paid for it, which is still it's crazy every time I get a paycheck from them because I'm like, whoa, I got paid for doing what I love and it goes into my savings. And, um, so I'll continue coaching. I'm almost at my I have three pounds till my weight loss goal. I will, I'm going on a cruise, so I'll gain some weight, but Hey, I know how to lose it and then I'll be able to keep it off. So I'm really excited. Um, weight is no longer a part of my vocabulary in my mind it used to be always like an issue I was dealing with my whole life and now it's like eh, I don't need to worry about that anymore so um just yeah I just living my best life helping others and you know supporting people no matter what they do with their journey um you don't have to be a part of my fitness nutrition plan for me to be a motivation to someone so I like it it's fun and that's what awesome. That's what's awesome. That's what I love about doing this podcast is talking to people about stuff like this. I mean, it's like to see someone who's struggled and done it, you know, struggled with stuff like that their whole lives, and then all of a sudden they find something that works great for them. It's amazing. So you know, and that it might be able to help somebody else even better. So yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Just, you know, here's someone's journey and what works for them, especially if you were the same way with like yo-yoing your weight and not tried every diet and nothing worked. And it's like, oh, what did you do that worked for you? It's kind of fun to hear people's stories. It is. And that's kind of where I'm at right now is trying to find that, that what works for me. The hardest part for me is, I mean, anyone who knew me when I was in like my teens or early 20s, my nickname was Stick Boy because I was so scared. <laughs> Oh like, yeah. <laughs> I was that guy that was like, you know, getting the, the like weight gain, like the, the whey protein and like eating by the handful. Eating all the burritos. Yep. Everything I could because I could not gain weight. I was that guy. And then all of a sudden, uh, but I never thought about it, but my normal activities, I played tennis, racquetball, you know, softball, baseball. Yep. I mean, I had all these mountain biking, all these crazy physical activities. And then I blew my knee the first time. Now, all of a sudden, I gained a little bit of weight because I couldn't walk for two years, you know. And then, you know, 
I start doing other stuff and then I blow my, my other knee. And then, you know, so it was kind of, you know, injuries are what took me out of the realm of doing all the athletic stuff I did and gaining the weight. So it's trying to find a way to work, to work around those injuries to get the weight loss yep. off again. Which is funny that running was the thing that I got considering before I even broke my foot, both of my knees were shot. So. Huh. I did the first one you in junior high. You did pick a sport. <laughs> yeah, I did the, I did my first knee in junior high. I blew oh, it out wow. playing uh, left field. Yep, playing left field. I was running for a baseball, put my foot in a gopher roll, and my knee completely bent forward or backwards, ninety degrees. I hyper extended it, pretty much ninety degrees, just done. And then my other knee was when I was twenty-one. I had a 1,100-pound pallet hit me in the side of the knee and bent my knee sideways. So, oh, yeah. my gosh. And you still chose running after that. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's a true beast right there. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny, it was the foot injury that completely, like, did me in. Once the foot was done, it's yeah. like, yeah. Because your gait's messed up, everything. And you don't realize yep. when all of a sudden one of your legs doesn't work right that how it changes everything. Like your gait's wrong, so now your back's messed up and your hip's not right. Yes. And yep. nothing's working for It's all connected. You know? It is. Yeah. And trying to figure out, you know, build the muscles in a way that protects, you know, and that was actually the one thing when I lost all the weight. My knees got so much better because, one, the running and everything else actually built the strength in my knees, in my legs, yeah, which and helped. Yeah, knees. you didn't have that extra weight on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I took all that weight off. Plus, I did a lot of yoga. I love yoga. Which is, oh, so, that's so good for you. Yeah, it's so good. Yoga is so amazing. I need to get back into yoga. So Get back yeah, into yoga it. and you'll be amazed. Yep. Yeah. You know, all this. Especially if you, you loved it. Actually, yeah. Yeah. You lose weight, plus you get more, you know, you, you, you stretch those muscles out. and Oh, it's amazing. You know, I gotta it's so much yoga. better for overall. Yep. Get back into it. Especially if you already did it before and loved it. No excuses. It'll help you. It's a matter of finding a place. And that's part of kind of what killed me, too, is when we moved to Puyallup, I lost, you know, I lived in Renton, and I knew everything up there. I knew where I'd go to yoga up there. I moved to Puyallup, and I just haven't been for years. I should probably look. But I haven't been able to find a place that I enjoy doing all that stuff because it's not to sound bad, but it sounds really horrible to say this. When you're a big guy, people look at you funny when you do stuff like that. They always, I always feel like, you know, like, I'm going to be, sounds horrible, the next one in the Me Too movement. Like, he was staring at me funny while we were doing yoga. And I'm like, no, I wasn't. I was just trying to stretch, and my eyes were, yeah, I didn't know. know what I was looking at. And you're and already an oddball out. And, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. a guy, too, it's doing wrong. yoga at a place. Yeah, yeah, people look at you. And that people look at you funny. They're like, is he really here to do yoga, or is he just here to look at women stretching? And I'm like, yeah. I've been married 18 years. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just staring it at a doesn't wall. Save really, you. Yeah. If you're between me and the wall, I'm sorry, I'm not looking at you. So, but then yeah. you get worried that they're going to be offended that you're not looking at them, and then it gets all weird. So. Oh, I know. And you probably don't want to do yoga at home because it's probably not as motivating as when you're with an yeah. instructor watching you, making sure you're doing the stretches right. Exactly. You know, I've done. I did the we. You know, we had that we. You know, fitness or whatever, and they had some yoga ones, but you can never. 
I never felt like I was doing it right without an instructor being like, hey, you're doing that wrong. Yep. So what do you have planned for more Spartan stuff? I mean, Spartan or OCR, whatever races. Oh, yes. We are going, Christine and I, and then our friend Nacho are going to Monterey this weekend coming up. So we're very excited about that. And then I'll be up in Seattle for the next race and I think Sacramento after that. So just little races here and there. No, I wasn't here. No, I didn't go the last time. Yeah, Christina had a wedding. Oh, I, you know what? I watched everything on the Facebook. I saw the things and I'm like, no, that thing is not a thing for me. That looked cold. <laughs> it brought me back to that one hill that was, was it two years ago when the rain and there was one hill that they, they actually cut off the course because people couldn't go up of it. But I oh, yeah, that went up it three years ago. Was it three years ago? And, oh, my gosh, the hell of getting up that hill and then to find out that they cut that out of the course. That race, your race that you guys just did there reminded me of that hill, and I was so glad that I wasn't there. <laughs> That's right. Cause I think but what a story. Just, you and Christina were just far enough ahead of me that you guys made it up the hill, that you guys had to go it up the hill. It took hours. And when we got yeah. there, they shut down the hill, like, as we were coming into that line. Of people to get up the hill there was a volunteer walk down going we're not doing this please go around and go that yeah. way and we're like oh okay like we missed uh, it by like five minutes which this year which was funny uh, we missed the because they had a, a river crossing which a lot of people didn't like because it got too cold is we missed that oh yes oh so if wow we'd been like five minutes faster we would have been in the river but which i think my kid would have been like nope dad i'm done so, uh. Well, I give everybody props for finishing. That is like that Montana 2015. You know, you will not ever oh. forget that race. So no. I'm just glad Christina was in a wedding that weekend, and I decided not to come up. So, <laughs> yay. Thank you, yeah. Christina, for being in a wedding. <laughs> I, yeah. I will say this. The trail race was fun. I did the Now, I did hear that. Doing yeah. The sprint. I did the trail race. I heard that was good. Me yeah, me and Justin Wiley were the uh, the unofficial uh, um, sweepers because we had like no go. care of like running fast or anything. We just walked slowly and talked and had a blast. His wife even left us. She's like, "You two are too slow, I'm out." So, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> we're like whatever. So we just had a nice leisurely walk and talked, and yeah, it was great. But. Which I think I'm done. I know a lot of people are saying this too. I think I'm done with the double races. The double races. Yeah. You know, I'm doing Hawaii this year. I want to get all three in a weekend. And I think once I finally oh, do that, so be like, cool. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so we love we're Hawaii. Going in, <laughs> we're going for two weeks this time. So we're going to do oh, that will be the week after. So that will be so fun and beautiful. As long as there's no hurricane. This Good year. family I'm time. I'm going to lose my mind. No, because you guys were there last year at the hurricane, right? Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you survived. It's like I, it's like I tell most people. It was like a Tuesday in Seattle. There wasn't that bad. Literally, the 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 race in Seattle this year was worse than Hawaii was at all last year. So I mean, yeah. but I mean, they didn't do any races. But I mean, there was nothing. It yeah. wasn't that bad on our island. 
Yeah. From what I understand, from I me, think Adam got hit harder. Yeah, I think the sad part is just spending the money to go up there to race, and you don't get to race. So that was only negative. But I'm like, hey, you're in Hawaii. Go get an acai bowl for me. You're good. (laughs) Everybody looked at me like, it's got to be, how bad is it? And I was taking pictures of the gorgeous sunset while I'm sitting on the beach going, oh, it's horrible. Don't come. Yeah. (laughs) I think I remember those. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I did get the hurricane in a hurricane glass in a hurricane. So. Well, there you go. There's your medal. <laughs> you will never forget my that hurricane. <laughs> yep, there you go. I've got the the hurricane oh, glass. The hurricane came in during my hurricane. So see, there you the go. Way it was like that's the way it is. Like that's that's an awesome idea. I never even thought of that. I'm like, hey, I'm having a hurricane in a hurricane during a hurricane. Just, yeah. <laughs> nope. Well, that will be so. a fun time for you. It will be, so it'll be a blast. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. But like I said, I think I'm done with the, the double weekend because it's just, it tears your body up. It's so oh, rough yeah. to to go out there, do a race, and then get up the next morning and you're just tore up. From, I mean, because foreign races are not easy. And then you get up the next morning and go do another one. And do it and again. Like, okay. Yep. And then do it again. And just like, oh, you know, and that's, I've gotten more and more where, like, the ones that I've even scheduled that I end up not doing this Sunday. So I ended up doing Vegas this year, but because they did it backwards, where you did the sprint first on Saturday and then the super on Sunday. It's like I kind of had to because the super is what I need. That tripped my mind. They did that in Arizona last year. Yeah, that kind of tripped us up. We did that last year in Arizona. We're like, uh, that's kind of, I don't like that way. (laughs) But it does force you to do it. Yeah, it yeah. does, because normally for me, it's like, if I'm going to skip one of them, it's going to be the sprint, because I can get a I, I always end up with too many sprints. So yeah. it's like, whatever. You know, I'm still going to get my triple trifecta, even if I don't do the sprint. So why why push, why hurt my body more if I'm already hurt from the day before? So, but if it's the super, it's like, okay, I can't get another super. Because that's like this year, I'm trying to figure out, normally, I, get, I go for a triple trifecta. Last year, I missed it because of Hawaii. Now, this year, I'm going to be short because I skipped Montana. So, I think I'm going to do – I think I'm going to do Tahoe, which I don't know. I'm scared. Oh, yeah, Tahoe. <laughs> Technically, I'm oh, already signed up for it, but, yeah. Technically, you are. Oh, my gosh. Then, yeah, Get, heal your yeah, foot and yeah. go up that mountain. <laughs> yeah, I transferred my Montana to Tahoe. Yeah, Tahoe's gorgeous. And that's what I hear, and that's one thing I love about Montana, is Montana is a, I mean, it's literally a beast of a course, but you have those gorgeous views. It's the I mean, views. It's like you come around yep. the corner, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God, look at that view. Um, just like Hawaii. Hawaii is the same way. Hawaii oh, has yeah. some just you... horrible, horrible terrain. But then you come around the corner, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so gorgeous. And it's gorgeous. You're like, oh, I'm in Hawaii. Oh, I'm in Tahoe. I'm in Montana. That's what makes traveling for races fun is you're going to new places. You're racing in a beautiful place. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of, that's my thought next year is I don't know if I'm going to travel as much or if I'm going to pick better where I travel. That sounds better. Sounds weird. Yeah. But pick better and go to, I mean, I still want to do Montana because, well, it's Montana and you have to. Well, yeah, Montana. You got to. But I'm thinking more. You know, 
like the wife loves Florida, and maybe go to a Florida race. You know, some maybe hit some more East Coast, like make the yeah, travel work. Florida and then Disney World, you know. Yeah. Family vacation. I've never been to that. I've never been to that side of Florida. I always go to Miami. Yeah, do, do new things. Yeah, we always go to Miami and go on the cruises, so, which I do. I, I am jealous that you're going on a cruise. I hate boats, but I love cruises. Oh, so. yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. We go. I go every year. So, Well, I shouldn't say every year. This is my third cruise that I'm going on. We're making it a yearly thing. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, it's definitely an affordable vacation, you know. It is. The hard part is, though, is if you're on a diet, I mean, it is impossible to diet on a cruise because you can't oh, yeah. to the you, deck without no. going to a restaurant. And for me, like, I think with this whole program is I changed my eating habits that I – now I'm smarter. I'm like, oh, I'm excited to go on my cruise, and, yeah, I'm excited to have some things that I haven't had in a while, but I don't need to stuff my face, and I'm okay yeah. with that. And I'm not going to stuff my good. body with drinks because I don't like how I feel eating crap. I rather feel good. So now I'm I'm more well, aware of you know what I'm putting on my body. The hard part too is when you've been eating right is when you go mm-hmm. on stuff like that and all of a sudden you eat something that's like really greasy and you're not used to greasy things. Oh your yeah, your body does not like that. Your body has problems. My body you did not like enough. I. Oh yeah, I, I had a chocolate shake after the montana race because i'm like i'm in i i work for it but i couldn't finish right. it um and i know with my program i'm not like they go you have to go through transition which is like four weeks and then maintenance which i'm eating all the food groups but on my cruise i'm gonna go bam right into eating but yeah. that's okay i'll probably feel crappy the first day and then i'll get back on my program a week later and then feel better but I mean, I just know that I'm not, I like eating healthy, but a little bit of treats here and there is going to be a little fun. I'll just suffer a little bit. You got to do that. That's the hard part, I think, for a lot of people is like, I mean, it's like one of those things, like when I quit smoking, I mean, I quit smoking and it took me a lot. I read this really crazy book called like Alan Carr's Easy Way to Quit Smoking. One of the big things that he always talked about was don't look at it like you're losing something. Like, you know, yeah. you think about it, like when you quit eating certain things or you quit smoking, it's like, oh, well, I don't get to go outside on a break now because I don't smoke. And it's like, don't think of it that way or don't punish yep. yourself. It's like, oh, I can't go to that party because there's going to be smokers there. Now you're like, you're changing your life around this. And that's kind of how it is with yep. You can't be like, oh, well, I can't go there because, you know, it's like, okay, you just have oh, to be yeah. smart about it. I yeah, do, and I still go to happy hours, and I go out with my coworkers, and I just change. Like, oh, I'm having iced tea because right now I'm choosing not not to have alcohol until my cruise, yeah. or they're eating all this, you know, teacher appreciation junk, and I have my food. And so my mindset is, no, I can't have um, chips and salsa right now. I'm waiting till I go to Mexico and eat my chips and salsa, and then I'll be done with it because I don't actually it's food for me is not I don't crave it anymore it's just we're like oh yeah I'll have a taste here and I'll be fine um I rather right now I'm craving vegetables so that's good I hope I still stay in that mindset that is good yeah but yeah just realizing that yep yeah just to get over the fact of oh it right now I you know doesn't mean I can't have that no I'm choosing not to have that right now 
Um, and then and going to once I well, totally, you just realize, okay, you know, I can't have that right now, or I'm choosing not to have that, and because I feel much better, what if whatever X, Y, and Z. And that's it. It's, it's choosing, letting your letting yep. your brain realize your you're choosing, and you're not you're not punishing yourself. And you're you're not punishing, sometimes. and you're not depriving. And yep. That's how it feels. And realize I'm punishing myself. Oh, I have to eat vegetables. Make the vegetables in the way you like. Yeah. Like for me. Yep. Exactly. If you would have told me years ago that I would choose to eat cauliflower, I would have laughed in your face. And like, <laughs> you're insane. And yep. now I literally. Like the other night, you know, we made two different pizzas. We made one with dough, and then we made a pizza with a cauliflower crust that I made from scratch. And I'll be honest, yep, that's I my like favorite. cauliflower crust better. So yeah. I'm still trying to figure out the – because I like a crunchy crust, like a little bit crunchy. Yes. And trying to figure out the how to make the – how to get that cauliflower crust right. I'm still working on that. Oh. It stays good. So, yeah. I, I make good. my crust like – on Sundays is my cauliflower crust prepping day. And I just, I just realized that um, I flipped the crust so it gets both sides while I'm cooking it. So maybe try that. What little I, did tip. I, I cooked it, but I think I made it too thick and I cooked it like with nothing yeah, on I, it and then flipped it over and then put the, the toppings on it and then cook the pizza with the toppings. Like I cook. The yeah. Thin it, make it thin, thinner, the crispier it will be. Yeah. So that, that's what I got to work on. And I mean, I like blended it all too. I blended everything in together rather than like mixing it. I just threw it all in a blender and let it go. And then pour Good it for out. you. There you go. Which I mean, yeah, it's, but like I said, you would have told me 10 years ago that I would actually choose to do that. I would have been like, you're out your mind. But now yep, it's. Yep. But your taste has changed. Out. Yep. It's not just that. It's just my way of thinking of it. Like I was one of those mm-hmm. people, like I'll be honest. If it was green, I didn't eat it. Like literally, I did not eat. I did not like anything, any vegetables. I didn't like anything that was green. Like even green jello. And now you no. do. Wow. And now I do. I still won't. Well, I still won't eat broccoli though. But no, you eat whatever vegetables make you happy. <laughs> you don't have like to have broccoli. Like, <laughs> yeah. So there was someone was talking the other day about bacon wrapped asparagus. I'm like, that sounds amazing if you get rid of the asparagus. Yeah, I'm not an asparagus person either. The texture I don't like, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll do the bacon like, wrap something bacon. else. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bacon wrap, jalapenos, anything like that. You know, I'm fine with asparagus. Yeah. yeah. There's a few that I still want. Asparagus, broccoli. You know, I'm like, nope. That's where it's out. You know, but that's it. You got to find the foods that you like. It's like when I go to Subway, I'm one of yep. those people. I don't like vegetables on my sandwiches. Sandwiches are supposed to be meat and cheese and bread. And actually, okay, no more bread, meat, cheese, and round. But, yeah. you know, and it's like if I wanted lettuce, I would get a salad. Come on, people. Yeah. Yep, and I think that's that. what people need to get. People need to get over that stigma of, oh, I got to eat because someone else, this person's eating this, so I got to try that. No, it's like you eat a vegetable or whatever that you like. Not everybody's yeah. going to like the same thing. Eat what you like and enjoy it. Don't eat something you don't sure like because you're not going to stick with it. There's a lot of things, too. It's one of those, like, it's not always just eat the right foods. It's to eat the right portions as well. Because, I mean, yep, it's, 
you could eat broccoli all day long, but if you're eating 10 pounds of it in a day, that's not good. <laughs> oh, no, because the carbs add up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, make that's sure what I learned. I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. Pick foods you like and the yep, right foods. I'm, pick foods you like and portion control, even if it's vegetables. Yeah. That's what I learned through my program. So I have my scale, and now I know my portion controls by my eyesight. So, yeah. No oh, yeah, more. You, you can like. you can totally overeat. Yeah. I used to work with someone who ate salads all the time. It's like I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. I'm eating salad constantly. I'm like, you're eating like two pounds of salad at every meal with a half a pound of dressing. That was me. <laughs> like yeah, yep. technically you're eating good healthy food, but you're eating enough for four people. So. Oh, yeah, and then you're adding in the cheese and this and that, and that was me. I'm like, oh, I'm eating salad every day. It's healthy. Uh, no, I realized I wasn't. Because <laughs> so. that was me. I would eat a salad. I'd be like, I'm eating a salad. But I'd get, like, a chef salad, and then I would dump, like, half a freaking gallon of blue cheese on it. Oh, and blue cheese, like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, cheese yep. is salad. It's healthy. And everyone's like, no, no, it's not. Why would you dump a half a gallon of blue cheese on it? It's like yep, heart attack. You know, lettuce, lettuce has no taste, and blue cheese is good. Yes. All right. So we've gone way off the rails, which is how I love my episodes, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is, like I said, that's why I like having just a natural conversation, because then it's like, you know, it's not forced. We go off the rails. We yeah. have fun. We talk about great, fun things. So, But we are hitting Totally fun. We are hitting the hour mark, so we should probably cut it. Yeah, you know, and it's it, been fun. Close. It has been fun, but what? Yep, it's almost like food time, so yes. Yep. <laughs> Do you have anything in closing you'd like to say to, to, to the listeners? Kind of give them an idea, you know, how can they reach you if they want I, you as a coach? So if you guys want to reach out to me, even though you don't need to be a part of the program or you just need motivation, you can find me on Facebook by my name, <laughs> Krisha Freeberg. Um, I love accepting friend requests, just as long as you're a real person and not a scammer, which you guys are real people. You're mostly beast people listen to this. Um, I'm a real person. And then Those my other yeah, you are. <laughs> and I then Instagram. Yeah. yeah. You can find me through my profile, Christian Freeberg, not a scammer. Um, my Instagram is crazy underscore, underscore Krish. Um, and then you can just Instagram me or Facebook me, and I would love to chat. I love meeting new people and supporting people. And just find, whatever you do, let it be something you wake up to every day excited for. That's my suggestion. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's. So what we all strive for is, I mean, you want to wake up and be excited about what you're doing, whether it be a diet, a workout, the people you're hanging out with, make life exciting. So, yep. Yeah. You only get once. Perfect. Make it fun. Exactly. YOLO. Oh, sorry. I've always wanted to yell that, but never had a good reason to. <laughs> I still feel like that was bad. I shouldn't have yelled that. Sorry. Nope. That um, sounds like it's a good ending. <laughs> it is. We're going to end on the YOLO. All right. So thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Krisha. It's always a blast talking to you, and I yes. can't wait to see you in Seattle later, later this year. So Same right. here. thank you very much. 
Thank you so much, and peace out, viewers or listeners, whatever you say. <laughs> whatever it is. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastOCR.com.